Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group, located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns, just like you. All right, guys, we're on the three-yard line, 17-17. Let's go, Brownies. Come on, run this in, baby. Run this in. Touchdown! Yeah! Woo! Let's go. Let's hear the Dogs podcast, baby! Welcome to the Dogs podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Pretty awesome intro by Kenny Mack coming off a, it's our first victory Monday in a long time, since, since week one. Yeah. First victory yeah. Monday, because all our other wins are on uh, Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we got a huge win we're going to get into. Thrilling overtime victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the GOAT, Tom Brady. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, Lastly, if you're looking for more Dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. The fantasy uh, leagues are getting ready to... We're making our final playoff pushes, trade deadline coming up. You get an extra episode every week. Um, it's usually a, a pretty fun episode. You get access to the private Discord. Uh, you get access to us pretty much anytime you want to get a hold of one of us, you can do so. Uh, so if you're looking for more access to us, you want more dog content, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So before we dive into this episode, I had a couple things I wanted to address. The first thing is I just want to say, ha, 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 Ravens, <laughs> because uh, they lost to the Jags in, in, you know, it just couldn't happen to like a nicer, more down to earth, humble fan base sure. uh, yep. than the Ravens. You know, they just spend all their waking hours on our comment section worrying about the Browns. Maybe you should worry about the fact that Lamar is completing like 50% of his passes against the Jaguars. Um 
and then he's clapping back at people on Twitter. That that's a Baker Mayfield move, big time. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I laughed about it. Oh, it was kind of funny. It was oh, funny. Yeah. A lot of times Baker stuff was funny. Guess what? I don't want out of my franchise quarterback. I don't need you going on the internet and clapping back at fans on Twitter. That's if that was Baker. We would be ripping him, especially after a loss. Oh, yeah. We'd be calling him mentally weak and all kinds of stuff. So, Childish. Yep. Sky's falling in Baltimore, and I'm just here to watch. It's it wonderful <laughs> to see. Enjoy Lamar the last six games while you got him. He doesn't want to be there. He hates you guys. Um, and as we've seen in a couple like the past couple of years, when quarterbacks especially and receivers, you know, these guys don't want to be with your team. They're not with your team. Yep. So he's going to be gone. So enjoy it. Uh it was just, it was beautiful. To it's see. awesome. I love yep. it. Couldn't happen to a nicer team, nicer fan base. Uh, so, <laughs> and then before we get into the episode, next week, Deshaun Watson's first game for the Browns, we're going to do something special for it. Instead of a regular uh, recap episode next week, we are actually going to be live during the Browns game for the entirety of the game. So if that interests you, you want to come watch the game with us, we're just going to be sitting around casually watching the game. We'll have the mics up, giving you our input, what we think about what's going on. You guys can jump in the comment section, tell us what you think's going on. We'll interact with you guys, you know, the whole time. Basically, like you're here watching the game with the dogs. So if that's something cool, make sure to set a reminder. Make sure you have that notification bell on uh, for when we go live. Probably jump on about 15, 20 minutes before game time next Sunday uh, for Deshaun's first game. Possibly two-game win streak. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. uh, Be be on the lookout later in the week for our Texans recap, but we just wanted to start letting you know now. So you got all week to prepare. Join us live on YouTube, 1240, 1245 next week for Deshaun's first game. What does this do for your season? Obviously, you're still clinging to – We're not done. That's what it is. We're not done. I don't know who's talking whatever about we're just going to roll over. That shit is dead. We're not done. Thank you. God, I love that energy. I think he was referring to the Dogs podcast there because, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm on the record saying season wasn't over. We did talk about that last week. Uh, yes. I was on the record saying they look like they didn't care anymore. I was on the was record wrong. saying. And you guys are both right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it wasn't over. I think I said until we lose to the Bucks. Eh, maybe oh. I meant if we lose to the Bucks, but we didn't in the season, even though unlikely, still very much alive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, man, just – I love, I'm a big David Njoku fan, first of all, like everything he's been through with the Browns with requesting the trade, having the drops early in his career, and now he almost seems like a leader on the offensive side of the ball. You know, something we've been searching for on this team, and he's a high-energy guy, and that catch. Oh, my, bro. The stadium literally went crazy. And the stakes couldn't have been. I mean, if he doesn't yeah. catch it, the season's over. Yep. Yeah. The fan base, we're, we're talking here tonight about how mad we are at the team. Uh, instead, he goes up one-handed, left-handed, catches it with, what, 30 seconds to go over a stud linebacker Yep. for the touchdown to send it to overtime. I mean, the stakes couldn't have been higher. The, the pressure couldn't have been higher. And he, in one of our main guys, guy who got a big contract in the offseason, comes through. Uh, and I think that was for the first time all year, the story of the game. The guys that we've been counting on yes. all stepped up. Mm-hmm. Jacoby made a big throw, and Joku made a big catch. Amari Cooper was awesome, made a corner fall down to put us in position to score the game winning touchdown in overtime. Uh, Nick Chubb, big run in overtime. Don't forget uh, Miles Garrett. 
came Miles, alive in the fourth. Yep. Finally. And we've been clamoring for, in these big spots, Miles Garrett to make an impactful play. He had multiple. Yes. Jadavion Clowney, I thought, played one of his better games of the year. Yes. So it's just Emerson. <laughs> are, are we diving into Martin Emerson quick? Because I've I got to say – he might be the best corner we've got on that field right now. Yes. Uh, yes. 100%. Would you lock down Mike Evans for two catches and 31 I mean, yards? that's Marshawn no. Lattimore, when, right? When I mean, he locks down Mike Evans. I saw yeah. the stat today. When Martin Emerson was on Mike Evans, Mike Evans had zero catches with zero yards. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Zero catch. Goose eggs. Yeah. Out of a guy who has never had less than 1,000 yards in a season yeah. in his right. entire pro career. And they were throwing to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were trying. Mm-hmm. They were trying, and and there were a couple times it looked like, oh, he had him beat. It would have taken a perfect pass. You know what I mean? And yeah. like this is the NFL. Mike Evans is good. If you're gonna force Tom Brady, where okay, you can get this completion, but it's gonna take a per. That's good defense. Mm-hmm. And man, he he was and, all over the field. And Emerson looked like, I mean, he's a rookie. But he looked like the kind of guy out there who wasn't backing down. He wasn't intimidated. He was having fun shutting him down. Yeah, he's not, physical, too. Yeah. Not he's afraid of the physical. moment. No, right. Exactly. Not at exactly. all. Exactly. It's not too big for him. No, man. It was. I mean, you think about it. You're a rookie. Season on the line. You're going against the Bucks. They just won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The greatest quarterback of all time is throwing the ball to one of the best receivers in the league. You're guarding him. And they're picking on you. The whole game. <laughs> yeah. You just shut it down. You know, Tom Brady said they got a rookie corner on Mike Evans. I'm going at him all game. And the process is sound. That's good reasoning. Yep. But man, Emerson. It, it it just it seemed like the first time all year where the Browns had their backs against the wall and instead of crumbling and pointing fingers, everybody rose to the occasion. It it just now it was ugly. It, let's not paint a pretty pig. But, I mean, it, but here's the thing: is it's the NFL. A win is a win. Yeah, no, I'm, I, you know and I, I mean? get it. I'm not saying I'm not thrilled. I'm just saying, man, there were mo- multiple moments in that game where it was like, "There's no way we're winning this game. Like we can't move <laughs> oh. the ball. We, which, we're getting the, sacked." Which makes it, the fact that we won it even more, all the more impressive. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many times in our lives have we watched the Browns and you can? It's midway through the third quarter and something happens and you go. We're not winning this game. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to lose this game in some kind of miraculous fashion. Yep. And instead, we won it. Was it? Was it? Is it too late in the season for a turning point? I mean, not mathematically, no. So we'll see. But it just felt like people bought in all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It did. What do you think of the game? Well, if we somehow snag a wild card spot and a Joku's catch becomes that much more ridiculous. <laughs> I watched the game on my phone at work. Oh boy. <laughs> on break. Like the, like the dedication. <laughs> on, and, uh, on break. Yeah. <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> I, I didn't say I clocked out for those breaks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> boy. Um, well done. No, Chris my Tucker, jaw dropped. watching, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. He's not my boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's my boss's boss's boss. You know, so no big deal. Uh, my jaw dropped when I saw that catch because I, for like a fraction of a second while that throw was happening, I thought the game was over. I just like oh. assumed the game was over, and he made that one-handed grab. I I couldn't believe it because that just that doesn't happen to the Browns. No, yeah. I Never. thought he I thought he overthrew him. I and thought I he was, threw it over his head, and I was like, Ah! Oh. Am I the only one here who was like, We still got to make an extra point? Yes, oh, I was gonna I was gonna bring panicking. that up. I was nervous in overtime at the end when they're at the three, yeah. and the weather was bad. I don't know if you guys yeah, could, I could tell. see it. On it the, got on the it got super nasty at like the end of the fourth and yeah. overtime. And we're at like the three, and everybody's like, 
half the crowd is yelling Nick Chubb. The other half is like, let's just kick it and get out of here. I'm like, please, God, don't kick it. <laughs> so I was I one of those guys. I was like, I don't want to fumble. The weather's yeah. getting bad. I don't right. want – I was like, just kick it. It's right in the middle. It's from the three-yard line. Just kick it. But Nick Chubb – in. The, uh, they were. Cl- did they throw the flag? They were clearly off sides. Yeah, they threw yeah, the flag. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember because I just started freaking out, like Kenny Mack did in the intro. I, I mean, I, I, the guy was clear, like you said, off sides. You huh. could see it. So when they threw the flag, I knew, like, we're good to go here. Yeah. We, we won. But you're right. When when Njoku made that catch, I mean, I, I scared the crap out of my dog because <laughs> I was just up and just going crazy. And then, like you said, John, I realized, oh, F, we got to make this extra point. Like, nothing's guaranteed here. <laughs> no, I mean, you saw what he did on, like, a 30-some-yard attempt early was, in the game. It was so That was stupid. all him oh. from what I saw. That was just a bad kick. Yeah. No excuses. It's He's got a little case of the yips right now. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about Cade York just for a second, I've got a voicemail from Devontae. It kind of kicks that off. We yeah. Can, okay. We Let's just jump into that this All I got to say is good way to play complimentary football today, man. The guys really showed out. Man, Cooper showed up when we needed it. Chubb had a hell of a day. Miles and Clowney also had a hell of a day when we needed it in crucial moments. I feel like today was the first time in long times, probably since the Bengals game, that we played complimentary football in all three phases, man. All I got to say is I hope the coaching staff sees that uh, Kate York is not the guy. That's the only thing I bad I have to say about the Browns today like Kate York has been a pain in the ass all <laughs> season but way to find a way to win let's go Browns so um, let's just start with Kate York re- real quick mm-hmm. I'm not willing I'm not ready to say he's not the guy yet it's too you don't it's too early Cleveland's a tough place to kick and this was like the best kicker in college football. He didn't just all of a sudden forget how to kick. And we've seen the Browns move off some kickers and then they go other places and they're having very good careers. And we always take them young. Yeah. So let's bear with it. And the season's not over. Obviously, we're all excited. We still have a shot, especially with Deshaun coming back. But at the end of the day, also, chances are we're not we're not doing anything this year. Right. So let them keep kicking. You know, get the bad ones out, get, get them a whole off season in, hopefully with a new special teams coordinator, okay? Because a lot of talk is, like, his plant foot's bad right now, and everybody's saying he is he's slow on his approach. Like, it's taking way too long for him is to – Is that kind of why some are getting blocked too, yeah, maybe? Yeah, like, he's – it's almost like the ball's being snapped and the guy's catching it, and then he's going. And it's like, no, it's supposed to be, like, catch down, kick. Right. You know what I mean? It's taking too long. It's like the entire rhythm of the thing – Maybe the special teams coordinator should notice that, but who knows what the hell he's doing. Uh, well, we've been calling for that job, too, for a while. You know I mean? So, so um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not bailing on Cade York yet. Now, the, the leash, I'm giving him this year no matter what. The leash next year is short. Yeah. Okay, but he's he's got this year and this whole offseason, hopefully a new off, uh, coordinator before I'm ready to bail on him. Because we had Zane Gonzalez, and he's gone on to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we just bailed on him. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Cade York, I mean, his first NFL game, he goes out and punches through a 58-yard field goal for a victory. I mean, Browns don't have a kicker do that very often, if ever. Yeah. Um, I believe but I, it was but, never. Yeah. And the way, <laughs> but the, the way Devontae put it, as in Cade York has a, been a pain in the ass this year, yeah, I, I agree. agree with that. It's unfortunate that he's not, you know, performing that well, but I don't think, I don't think we bail on him after his rookie year. 
Yeah. That, that, especially, I mean, look how long it took for Andrew Barry to get rid of one of his draft picks. Right. He He's not bailing on a kicker we took in the fifth or fourth or whatever it was. And I'm with but. you. Before we say that Cade York's not the guy, let's get Prefer out of here and see what, like, a decent coach could do with the special teams unit. Yeah, the now, kid needs some guidance. Yeah. Let's guide him. I think, so, I think for once, too, and I'm not putting this on on coaching, Special teams was so nice yesterday. I don't know if it was just Jerome Ford and Donovan Peoples Jones. They, I don't, I can't remember where they punted or kicked, and we, I was like, man, that's bad field position. Like, because yeah. if they they took so many, especially Peoples Jones, his vision yesterday. Oh my god, I I thought there was at least two where I was like, he's taking it all the way. If he was like more of a traditional punt returner that had like the short burst, like could get the top speed. Within a couple steps, like a, like Grant, that he would have returned the one. Yeah, he had it, and he just got caught because. And he still bit. stayed up for a second. I thought, if we're talking about the same one, he kind of got caught from behind. Yeah, he kind of caught his balance, and then yep. eventually just got wrapped up. Yeah, if yep. he's like a, if he's like a short burst explosion kind of guy, or if he's Anthony Schwartz, but we just can't trust Schwartz to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, which we got to talk about him if nobody brings him up. Yeah, uh, there's a voicemail about him, so okay, okay. when you want to. Uh, so. Other things, he, when he talks about complimentary football, Jacoby Brissett uh, had 210 yards and a touchdown. He did throw the one pick, but I don't really count it. It was at the end of the half. Those don't count. Nick Chubb, 26 carries, 116 yards, game-winning touchdown. We get a touchdown out of Anthony Schwartz, a guy who many people have written off, all of us included. Mm-hmm. Um, Amari Cooper, seven catches. David Njoku, five catches, including the, the touchdown catch. David Bell, four catches. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, two catches, and he's playing on special teams returning punts. Harrison Bryant actually looked a little bit athletic when he caught a couple yeah. uh, a, a sc- tight end screen pass. Everybody contributed, and this is maybe the most impressive stat. The Browns did not give up 100 yards rushing. They gave up what? So I saw a crazy stat, or I heard it on the way home. They gave up 63 yards in the first quarter, correct? Or the first drive. And then after that, I want to say they only gave up 76 or something along those lines. They only had 96 for the game. Two of those were on okay. a, a Tom Brady quarterback sneak. Okay. <laughs> so, and especially when that's been like the biggest, biggest Achilles heel of this defense is just we can't stop a nosebleed as when it's coming right up the middle. Yep. Now, like they, uh, Way had some nice screen passes. I, I, I had him in fantasy. I definitely started him yesterday with. Out of doubt. Oh, with confidence. Just, yeah, just thinking. Oh, hey, this is going to work out well. But I thought they did well with him because these. I that, I've seen him play a couple times. He's very athletic. He's very good. Bro, he had forty rushing yards on his first two attempts. Yeah, he had he, two carries for like forty yards. I, I yeah. sent a text that said he was averaging twenty yards yeah, a carry. Right. He only had sixty four for the game. It's it's yeah. crazy the way we were able to collapse in and shut him down the rest of the game because I mean when we saw him two weeks ago, like we talked about in the preview show in Germany against the Seahawks. I mean, he's he's faster. He's got more, you know, quick burst than Fournette because he's the younger running back. Right. And I, it was just like <laughs> the recipe was there against the Browns, the worst run defense in the league. You yep. thought this guy's going to gash us all day. The only person who did anything for them was Godwin. Yeah, Godwin. Godwin oh was God. good. He balled out. Yeah, yes, um, he did. But we, the way Martin Emerson played, allowed us to bring people up to help stop that run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's manned up on Mike Evans, and if Evans is torturing him, then we can't keep doing that. But because of the way he played, we were able to, to focus on stopping the run. I mean, he had 14 carries for 64 yards. That means after he had 
40 on his first. So he had 12 carries for 44 yards after yeah. the rest of the game. And to touch on your point, we haven't really talked about him yet, but I was super impressed with JOK yesterday. Yep, mm-hmm. I felt like he was every, every time that there was a big play or a big stop, I felt like he was right there. He's involved. That one where he just came up and stuffed. I, I want to say it was a fourth down run or even a third down run, super close, and he came up and stuffed it. I was super impressed with him yesterday. I don't even know what his stat line is off the top of my head, but uh, JOK, yeah, he had eight uh, total tackles, six solo, and one tackle for a loss. That's impressive to me. I'm yeah. okay with that. Uh, <laughs> so, do, are you guys willing to say that the defense is like they righted the ship? That was <laughs> absolutely so, not, not for me. Go, yeah, go ahead, guys. I was gonna say. Be, Tampa Bay's offense is awful. Well, and and I uh, I remember last week, Justin, you specifically said that the the chance that we had was their offensive line was so poor, yeah, that we could bring some pressure, maybe we could create some havoc for Brady, and it was it helped us stop the run game. Yeah. I think I don't feel like, feel like we brought any pressure though. Well, <laughs> for the most part, no. But when we needed to get to Brady, we <laughs> yeah. did though. I literally looked at my wife as soon as uh, it's really unfortunate because I like this kid a lot. Tristan Worse went out, and I was yeah. like, watch out. Here we go. Yep. Miles Garrett is coming right now. You have, a, I don't even know who the backup was, but literally next play was that That's like, you sack. Know, like, yep. shoestring, you know, sack. But um, I don't know. I was definitely nervous. As far as the defense goes, I thought they played a good game. I was nervous at the beginning. And even there's moments where you get frustrated as you're watching the game. But I think like sometimes we have to take a step back and realize like this is NFL level football. Like they're going to execute well. Did, were, did we play a perfect game? No. Did we get turnovers? No. I feel like that's a major missing part of our game. But, like, when was the last time we forced one? I don't remember. Uh, the Anthony Bell in preseason <laughs> <laughs> against the Jaguars. I mean, I, I really. I don't know for sure. Like, Or didn't we pick off Joe Burrow? We did in the first quarter, first drive. All right, so for sure. Maybe the last time we won a game. Yeah. I don't know. As far as like we're talking about the defense, I mean that's that makes two good games on this season and nine not good games. So mm-hmm. at this point, I'm still that's leaning fair. toward what I've seen is we suck. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, so we played two good games against two bad offensive lines. Whoop de do. Well, and, and we talked about this in the preview episode. The Buccaneers like can't score twenty. Right. The, all the talk around the league is how bad the the Broncos' offense is, which is rightfully so. It's historically yes. bad. The Buccaneers aren't that much better. Mm. The we I think we predicted an ugly game. I said I didn't know if we were going to be able to run the ball against them. And, I mean, Chubb only averaged four and a half yards of carry. He got the touchdown late in overtime, you know. Um, it was tough sledding out there. And we honestly, the pass game wasn't. It was an ugly game it on was. offense for both teams. It was. Um, I was surprised that they couldn't run the ball better against us. They, The Buccaneers offense sucks. I, I'm because I, I'm not one to say that all of a sudden our defense is good. If you can't run the ball on us, you, you yeah, that's more on you than it is us. I think a hundred percent. If you can't run the ball on the Browns, you got problems. Our defense did what they needed to do. Yep. They very, did exactly what yep. a defense is supposed to do. So it's not. I don't think we should be like talking about how great it was. Really, yeah. what that's fair. What impressed me was we tackled. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. We didn't bring a crazy amount of pressure. So when you made no. those short throws, we were there. Yeah. And we actually made the tackles. That, I, that makes a huge difference. I will say this for the first time all year, we always talk about how if a team that's not good at something comes in and does it well against the Browns, the Buccaneers can't run the ball. And they came into this game and they couldn't run the ball on us. 
I 100% expected them to run for 200. I did yeah. too. And then when his first two carries went for 40, I was like, yep, there it is. Freaking here we go again. And then, the, and then credit to the defense, they righted the ship early and they had nothing else the rest of the year or the rest of the game. So that was encouraging to see. Now, I'm not willing to say um, that it's fixed, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm trying to I'm trying to look up how many penalties we forced this year. Oh. On the year? Yeah. Oh my. So we are um minus seven in the uh um in the turnover game. Okay. So that's not good. Yeah, no, I believe that's not that. good at all. Uh bad team teams like the good teams I think are usually like plus twenty. Like well, Philly. The, we're Philly's. minus seven and I I feel like we don't turn the ball over that much. No. One that year. means we, we really don't. It's always Four like turnovers a at all. Last minute drive, Jacoby. At the, you know, yeah, I get, like that one. one doesn't really count either. Yeah, the, the those, pick I mean, those are. I feel like there's one here and there, but it's always just kind of fluky, like Nick Chubb fumble. You know, like right. Yeah, like I mean, Jacoby yeah, Jacoby's not out there throwing weeks, three picks yeah. in a game or anything stupid like that. Right. No, I, I just I wish I could find this. It doesn't say how many we have uh, forced, but um. Yeah, not good. If we're minus seven, <laughs> cool. And, and Jacoby, how many interceptions does Jacoby, Jacoby doesn't have that many interceptions on the year? Is it five? Five, I think. I, I think it was four going into yesterday, so maybe five now. So I'm guessing we've probably forced one, and it was probably the Joe Burrow pick. Yeah, so so Jacoby Percet has we had one against Baker too, right? Uh, oh, I'm sure we did. That it, sounds like it probably happened. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. I believe so it is. Jacoby's got six picks, and I know Chubb has a fumble. So that's seven turnovers. And Jacoby's. I feel like he fumbled a snap maybe at one point. I think. I think something like that might have happened yeah, like yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, last yeah. week we got kicked. Last okay. week we did that. But I, I bet you the Browns are probably under ten turnovers for the year. Uh, offensively, we've done a really good job taking care of the ball. So for us to be minus seven, we have only it's turned bad the, yes. on the defense. The defense is not forcing turnovers, and we continue. And you know, it's gonna, you're not going to force Brady into to many mistakes, right? Um, but still, it's like man. If we could start forcing some turnovers, at least you see a lot of these defenses where they might not even be a great, great defense, but they're opportunistic and they force a lot of turnovers, and it it kind of counters what they aren't good at. I think the Saints, the year they won the Super Bowl, they didn't have like an outstanding defense statistically in terms of yards and stuff, but they forced an insane amount of turnovers, and it helps counteract that. We don't we don't have that. I have these numbers. Okay, so my eyes are terrible because I need glasses, <laughs> but. Uh, says three interceptions. That's we've we have we have we have three interceptions. We have three takeaways as far as so defenses came up with three uh, picks. Okay, five fumbles that we've recovered, or we just forced five. Uh, it just says five fumbles. I don't have There's no uh, way it's recovered. No, no. So and then we have had seven interceptions because I know Baker fumbled like two or three times. We didn't get any of them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we've fumbled the ball. Just kind of shocking. Eight times. I wonder if that counts special teams. Oh, I've, I would hope. I mean, I'm thinking yeah, so. It's, probably. You know, but isn't we had seven picks? Oh, because Amari Cooper threw a pick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like, it's all coming back to us. Yeah. It's been a hell of a season, yeah. guys. Yep. So <laughs> it's all coming back. <laughs> but bottom line is the Browns, have, the Browns have done a pretty good job taking care of the ball this year. Yeah. And we're just not forcing any turnovers, which is not great. Um but no, like going back to the voicemail, like he said, it was good complimentary football. We talked about it even before the voicemail. All our key guys who are making the most money on this team and that we expect the most out of, 
they all stepped up. Yeah. For the first time all year. So now that we're Deshaun's back and we're expecting to look good, does that just mean Joe Woods is back next year? We we win enough games. You have to so, talk to Kevin about that. <laughs> so here's the thing, like with that. So I I'm not in the camp like where we're going six and zero. I just I I think it's too hard to win every one of those games, especially with how I've seen these these first what eleven go or ten or whatever. And I know the schedule's easy. I know you're gonna pull the schedule up and go. Oh, you think we're gonna beat the Saints? We should, but why well, we should have beat the. Falcon we literally the, said, uh, yeah. Well, the Falcons and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I thought those were automatics, too. And so if the defense looks miserable for the rest of the season and we're just in a shootout every game, I think that that helps the argument that, hey, we need to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. If the defense turns it around and does the same thing that they have the last two years, you're probably right. He's probably back. Well, here, I, I don't think he's going to be. It's going to be. I expect the defense to be better down the stretch. We play Houston. That's good. Okay. We play Baltimore, whose offense is not great right now. Uh, we shut them down the first game. Uh, the Saints' offense sucks. Then we play the com- the Commanders. Might be the best offense we face the rest of the year outside of Cincinnati. Okay. That's fair. So the, I the defense should be better down the stretch. We don't play anybody. We don't. Houston starting Kyle Allen. <laughs> the Saints are starting. Um, Wherever they're starting these days, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, the Commanders are starting Taylor Heineke. I know, but remember, and we the, started the with Pittsburgh starting Kyle Pickett. Yeah. We Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. We, we started with Baker and Trubisky, Flacco, and, and Mariota, and Flacco, and all these guys too. And we didn't win those, you know, all those games. I know, but I'm just saying, like the, those were a lot of that was miscommunication. As bad as the defense have been, has been the issue the last two months has not been miscommunication issues. We haven't seen blown coverages no. since the Jets. And I would, I would argue that the problem hasn't even been quarterbacks. It's been running backs. And if these teams can run the ball on us, like now we, we said the Bucks could not, which was great. That helped us. Man, if any of these other teams can run the ball on us, they, they might give us a, a game. No, uh, I'm not saying we're going to steamroll the next six games, but I just think... I mean, Alvin Kamara against the same. I mean, against this defense, they don't use him. But but <laughs> but I'm just saying, if they're a smart coach, like we say, Zach Taylor's not, they'll come in and say, "Well, we're going to use him this game." You know, I and I made I made and here's the thing is, I made it like I said. If you think Deshaun's worth three more points a game, the defense can play as bad as it's played all year, and we would still be have a better differential. We would be averaging more points than we give up. I think Deshaun's worth way more than three points a game. I was watching some stuff earlier. The read option. Yeah, I saw that. That cloud. It's going to be. Did you send that that play? (sighs) Yeah, we're 11 guys crashed down on Chubbs. I think you were shorting him saying it was going to be a 20-yard gain, man. Yeah, this play I'm talking about, I I sent it to these guys. There's First of all, there's eight in the box. Right. Only one safety. You won't get that anymore. That's not happening. That's done. There's eight in the box. And then Jacoby, we're running out of the shotgun, like a little stretch uh, play to the left. And Jacoby's handing it off. He's clearly not reading. He's not reading the DN because if he was, he's pulling it, even though he slows molasses because everybody on that defense is just immediately crashing to Nick Chubb. Well, Deshaun will pull that and run for 40. Yeah. And there's so, two blockers So they won't be the crashing. Field. And so if he hands it off to Chubb, now we're going to we're gonna get a gain either way we go. Exactly. The most likely. RPOs, read options, and then all these times where Deshaun's dropped back and he can't find anybody, and then he goes to scramble and gets caught from behind by a D-tackle, that's not happening anymore either. 
I think you're referring you to Jacoby Brissett, but yeah. I knew where you were heading with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, what did I say? Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Okay, yeah. So the offense, I think he's going to score way more than three points per, per game higher than what we're averaging now. Okay, so yeah. the the, the special teams and the defense can continue to suck, and I still think we have a fighting chance in all these games. Is it likely to go 6-0? and No, but I don't think it's out of the question at all. I think at this point in the season, so call me crazy, why not? I mean, it looks like the team's bought in. I don't know if you guys follow them on like I all their stories yesterday. Every John Johnson, we're not done. Uh, who was it? Emerson saying the same thing. Najoku's interview. Yeah, I think there is some legitimate life all of a sudden. Which I I don't and know. It's if annoying it's that it took back. all this. Yeah, but and is it too late? I guess we'll find out. Right. But because we got this this win. We've set ourselves up to potentially at least be playing meaningful, important, fun to watch football going down the stretch. Yeah, right. I mean that that game seventeen, week eighteen game might really mean something. Yes, and in if say Maybe. we don't win out, say we go five and one, and we get to nine wins. I think if you would have asked any Browns fan at the beginning of the year if Deshaun, we told you Deshaun's going to miss eleven games, but we're still going to win nine, you would say, "Oh, that's a good year." Well, I mean, considering we've been dog shit for my entire life, yes. I would say nine wins. Yeah, nine wins. I'll take nine, nine wins. Nine wins, and then we have Deshaun next year for the whole year. And then, and then if season. they also said, you're not going to beat the Jets or the Falcons at the beginning of the season. <laughs> God, I've been like, oh, boy. Oh, how we, how and we, we got nine? nine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do we, we get nine? those nine at? All right. Yep. All right. So yeah. I just, I think, and I, I it's like the, it almost like it clicked with the players, too. They're like, oh, holy shit. Like He's it, here. It, this He's, is still... Like, this is still doable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, you know, we'll see. I wish they would have felt like that uh, at the Miami like game. Like, week two, week um, three, week four, week five. <laughs> I don't know. Just when I looked at them it last – not even – last week was kind of rough, but, like, the Miami game, I looked at that team and I just went, this this is <sighs> over. This team is folded. We, it sure looked like it. Listen up, Browns fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Happy holidays, everyone. Browns fans, time to talk holidays. Christmas is right around the corner. And what are you going to get for that special person in your life? I'll tell you what I've been doing for the last couple of years. I've been getting my dad, grandpa, father-in-law, uncles. Everybody gets a nice big package of Omaha steaks. Like me, you can achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you the holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout and get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air chilled boneless chicken, ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. 
Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early, beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. I'm telling you guys, personal experience, Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite, and a gift that, you know, maybe you get to partake in too whenever your dad or grandpa or whoever fires up that grill and says, hey, how about we throw on some of these Omaha Steaks you got me for Christmas? Sounds like a win-win to me. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. I got a voicemail from Phil here, and he's kind of got something to say, too, about Joe Woods. Hey, guys. It's Phil. Wow. A freaking Thanksgiving miracle. That was a heck of a catch (laughs) by uh, Njoku there to tie it up with very little time left. And they actually showed up on defense and actually stopped Tom Brady and actually went down and won the game. I was saying, I think in the discord, I'm like, I don't want this to come down to a field goal. I just want them to score a touchdown and they got it done. I don't know. I'm almost worried. I think someone also mentioned this in the discord. The defense starts playing better. They're going to, they're going to keep damn Joe Woods. And <laughs> I don't care how we finish the season. He needs to go. And so does Prefer because we had another damn field goal blocked. There's still plenty of stuff that needs fixed. But a season like this, you take the wins and you can, man. And after the Buckeyes shellacking, it was nice to be on the winning side for once. So let me know what you guys think about uh, the whole Joe Woods thing. I still think he needs to get fired. And go Brownies. Finally got a W. I feel like we're talking to Phil like every hey, week. Hey, yeah, Phil, don't, don't like be Phil. so – Don't you just won Dog Pack Member of the Month, Phil. Don't be so down. <laughs> we just got a dub. Uh, no, but for real, Phil's in the uh, the Dog Pack, who just was Dog Pack Member of the Month. We're about to send him this sweet poster behind me, autographed by all the dogs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's going to be worth about how much uh, – uh, It's about costers? 15 cents for the poster. Then yep. you got to think about depreciate. It's going to be worth about 8, eight cents. 8 cents, correct. <laughs> Probably is going to be worth, and if you buy a frame for it, well, then you're just out money. It definitely went down in value now that we all defaced it. Correct. Yes. So, uh, but no, thanks for the call. Again, we just talked about it. The defense, I think, I just think it's it's too little too late for Joe Woods. I I mean, I I think the fan base is ready to move on is, is Barry and Kevin. I think if we start winning games with Deshaunis back, I don't think so. I would love for that to be right. Everybody start writing your letters now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dear Cleveland so Browns. A few weeks ago, we were talking about the system Joe Woods wishes he could run. I think you compared it to the 49ers. In the Bills. In the Bills. Okay. So my biggest problem with Joe Woods is that he doesn't adjust to the talent that he has. What happens if we go get some playmaker that makes Joe Woods' system possible? Is Joe Woods then able to be a good defensive coordinator? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't think that person exists. First of all, um, and you have to think about we're not we're not going to be able to go out and buy a bunch of talent this offseason. We have talent. That's the thing. We've got so much talent Correct. on this defense. It should be a, just a shutdown defense. Yeah, weak interior. I get it. But we need still. yes. We need we need two defensive tackles who aren't the worst in football. Okay, and we we need. Uh, better linebacker play. But if you give any defensive coordinator, Clowney and Garrett and Ward and Newsom and Emerson and JJ3 and JOK and all these guys that we talk about all the time, Delpit. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Exactly. They'll Correct. make it work. The, 
I guarantee you they won't be as abysmal as we are. Right. He won't be 31st in the league. And, and this is this is the argument I use a lot, and I use it for Baker. Um, if Joe Woods were to be fired today, would anybody hire him to be a defensive coordinator? No, no. maybe the 32nd ranked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would ever. I think if he got fired today, chances are he would never be a defensive coordinator again. Unless he goes back to being a positional coach on a team somewhere I'd see that. and works his way back yeah. up. And I'm talking like years down the road, he gets a second chance at being defensive coordinator. But that, that that's telling. If nobody else wants him, there's a re You know yeah. what I mean? And, and Kurt Warner said it two months ago. The, the Browns defense is just too vanilla. It doesn't matter. I don't care if we come out and shut teams down. At the end of the day, we're shutting them down because they suck, not because we're good. We shut the Bucks down because the Bucks offense is abysmal, not because all of a sudden the Browns defense is good. Mm-hmm. The Bucks offense we talked about in the preview, they've only scored over twenty points, I think, twice, two or three times, and they were all in losses. All their wins, I think, I'm pretty sure, were twenty one points or under. Yeah, they've not scored a lot of points. No, they're one of the worst all. offenses. And tell me, like, what it, what is the Buccaneers good at? It's not throwing the ball. Tom Brady gets rid of the ball quick, but it's not like he's lighting the world on fire passing. They don't run the ball well. I think they're like a shell of the team that they were two years yeah, ago. They're just kind of hanging on to that. Two years ago, you had – I mean, and, and those guys are still there. They still have Mike Evans. They still have Godwin. Who, they don't have – but, yeah, but no Tom Bowles is not that good of a coach, right. I don't think. Gronk, I think Gronk was a huge yeah. safety valve for Brady. I, mean, I think he misses him a lot. talked about it. Their offensive line, I think it's, it's pretty much de- all backups. Man, they're so depleted. Yep. That'll do it for you. But uh, here's Brown Tiger, and he's going to bring up a name that we talked about earlier, and we need to talk about again. Hey, guys, it's Brown Tiger. Whoever would have thought Schwartz, Schwartz of all people, would have caught the first touchdown. He's been in a doghouse all year. Whoever would have thought Schwartz would have been the first grab for the touchdown and threw that reverse that a lot of us would not have agreed with, but it worked. And Brissett was blocking for Schwartz. I guess it's true what they say in that one movie. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> and that's all I got to say, guys. Uh, go Browns. That's very good. Uh, no, Schwartz, we got to give him his flowers because for the first time in his NFL career, I thought he looked fast. Because we've knocked him down a lot. <laughs> I thought he looked yeah. fast for the first time. And, and like Brown Tiger said, a lot of people would have disagreed with that call if it wouldn't have went well. You know why we have to run the reverse? Because Jacoby's slow. That's the only way to take advantage of the backside defense being overly aggressive to Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt in the run game it, because we can't, we can't use Jacoby to exploit that. Now, with Deshaun coming back, we won't have to run a reverse. We'll just run a read option. And if you if you crash down hard now, now Deshaun will carry it for 40, 50 yards. Um, I thought Schwartz, well, one, he, he made a cut, which I didn't know he had the ability to do. <laughs> he also did something else. He caught it. <laughs> what, the, the pitch? No, he had a 17-yard catch or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, he did have one catch. A big catch. My mom yeah. looked at me in the fourth quarter, and she's like, he's having a great game. And I was like, <laughs> he's had two touches, and they both were good. So sure. considering that he usually has, like, no targets, or if he does get a target, he drops it, yes, this is fantastic. He's usually not even on the field. Yeah, yeah. he's having a great game. I mean, good for him, though, because like, we've been very, very critical 
And I'm sure that that doesn't go good for, you know, your mental space and stuff. He's probably was pretty down the dump. So good for him. His teammates rallied around him. He had a nice game. He I, needed it. He definitely he needed for it. Sure I'm not did. ready to say that. No, I'm you know, not the, either. The I'm not either. are over no, and he's ready no. to, to be a neutral part of his I would say offense, hopefully but. we're back at the jug machine. <laughs> hopefully oh we've gosh. been doing that. But, no, I mean, it was – the reverse was nice. That's the mm-hmm. way Anthony Schwartz needs used. And we've tried – yeah. But I just felt like, this, like I said, this is, and I was joking a little bit, but for the first time, he had the ball and looked fast. How many times have we tried to end rounds and he gets tripped up by a D end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. for the first time, he looked athletic and fast, and he made a cut. And that was good to see. Maybe he can build on that. And I'm not saying Anthony Schwartz needs to be an intricate part of the team or offense, but, man, if if – we can get him the ball two to four times in a game on plays like this, and he can get chunk yards. That opens up a ton. Yeah, it does for the offense. Um, Especially I already, on a team lacking receiving depth. Yes, it helps. The, the offense is going to get more explosive, but this is the end. You all teams get trick like there's trickeration in their offense. Browns fans seem to think like Stefanski is the only run who ever runs a gadget play or a trick play. They all do it because guess what? Turns out in the red zone, it's hard to score. This is NFL defenses. They're all very good. Even the Browns have a terrible defense, but if we can ever keep people from hitting a a, a huge play and we shrink the field into the red zone, we hold them to field goals all the time. Yep. So if people can't score on the Browns defense, how are we going to score on Bills, um, Dolphins, all these elite defenses. Well, you're going to have to use some trickeration sometimes. Yep. It's not you. You know, we. It's not like college. You know, Ohio State just always has the better players. Right. Yeah. You know, you well, can just out athlete people. Yes, that's not the way it works in the NFL. You Except got for Saturday. That was. Well, I guess we had the better players, but I don't think we had the better coach that day. I don't think we're going to talk about that. No, let's just not. <laughs> I think we're going to move forward. Still bitter. Yes. Anyway, we'll just hear from our good buddy Kenny Mack. Dogs, it's Kenny Mack, and I'm pumped. First quarter, awesome. Then a missed field goal. Yikes. Amari Cooper, drop. We're doomed. But a miracle one-handed Njoku catch. We're tied. And then what happens? Worf gets injured and Miles feast. You made your money, man. You got a sack. Chubb was Chubb, and JB deserved this win. So what do we do now? Run the table. Go, Brown. <laughs> what did you guys think when Amari Cooper dropped that wide open in hurt. his hand? <sighs> I texted the group. I just said, because I, I think I was a little bit ahead because nobody was really, I just said, man, that hurts. Because yeah. it was wide open. He's very reliable and doesn't drop the ball. It, so you were at the game and you just said, I think I was a little bit ahead. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, as far as like, usually I'm watching on if it's an away game, I'm watching on Hulu, and um, I literally put my phone to the side because I'm like, oh yeah. But yeah, I was ahead. You certainly were. I, certainly I don't like were. being behind because I'll get a text that's just like a four letter word, and I'm like, crap, this play. Yep, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. why'd we do that? And I'm like, oh damn. Yeah, the, right. the drop came at a really bad time, and somehow we just we made up for it, and he made up for it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what you want to see. You want to see your big time players come back from mistakes and just make the other team it, feel it. And going right back to him. Yeah. On the next drive, that was smart. You know, because you know he's he's not going to drop. I mean, he's he's not known for that. You know, right. he's, he's, he's coming right. back with a vengeance too. Right. I uh, I'm not going to lie. When it was like what 
three minutes ago and they ran it like on a third and 22. I was like, well, okay. I really want to look at my wife and be like, maybe we should get out of here. But then I was like, we got three timeouts. Hold on. Let's just sit in traffic for an hour. And thank God. Thank God we did. I heard some people. I saw before we won, people were complaining about that run in yeah. overtime. Uh, oh. What did you guys think? Which one are you talking about? So when we were backed up in our own territory and it was like third and 20 and we just ran the ball with Hunt and then punted. What did you guys think? What was the weather like? Uh, It was pretty shitty. I I think it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, It was pretty nasty. But do you risk an interception there? Exactly. Exactly. And then we punted and they blocked in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God because I was like, oh, man, they're going to get great field position. And it was a good punt to begin with. Yeah. And then it knocked them back. They backed them up even to to catch the punt. Yeah. And then what ended up happening is they were so far back in their territory, they punted to us. We started the ball to 45. So it ended up working. But I was nervous because I'm like, crap, they're going to get good position. It's only going to take a couple nice nice passes here. Godwin, field goal done, out. You just you're more than likely not going to pick up third and twenty two. I don't care what play you run. Right. You got to play for the punt. Give your punter some space. Yep. yep. So you're not punting with your heel standing on the back line of the end zone. That's the kind of play I hated when I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still, so yeah. here's the thing: is I'm sitting there, I still am like, I, maybe I'm messing up. Where are we talking about the Kareem Hunt one? Yeah. I thought yeah. that was in the fourth quarter. With like three no, minutes that, ago. No, that was overtime. That was okay. overtime. I'm, All right. I'm pretty I'm sure. Make, I'm, uh, well, maybe. Because I, I no, literally. It, it was. It was. Uh, it was like three minutes ago. It was the fourth quarter. Because then we got the ball to 45. When the first play was yeah. a Chubb 20-some yard run. Yep. And it, at that yep. point, it wasn't that bad. Like when overtime started, it got super crappy. But like I just was like, ugh. Like I felt like we were just. I understand the, the point of it. But I'm just like, we have nothing to lose. Well, you do. The season's on the line. It, it was on the line last week, bro, and you know on the I mean? line last week. And but on I the see line at that point because before. you're still down. Yeah. You're not tied. Correct. But, I mean, with, with three timeouts, I'd, it just kind of – it was crazy how it played out because usually that's something where they run the ball three times and it's first down and see you yeah. later. It just – you can't – you drop back to throw there. One, you risk a pick. Or a sack. Or, or a sack. Safety. Or safety. You just had to – you had plenty of time and a two-minute warning and timeouts. It was the right, like John said, that's and, the kind of play you get mad at when you're 10. Right, but our, our defense had win. been doing well, been holding them, so. Yes. Um, Complimentary football. I was going like to read this. caller said. Read this stat that I sent to you guys I saw online yesterday. It said Tom Brady was 218-0 and 0 yeah. when he's up seven-plus points in the last two minutes of regulation until Sunday. Sunday. It's the first it's time in my but life. He is now 218 and 1. Oh, that really tarnishes his legacy. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely there. He's a he's second, second ballot now. He's, yeah, he's right. going to have to wait until uh, the sixth year on the, that eligibility. I have a more intri- interesting stat for you guys. Oh, do do tell. The Browns are now 2 and 0 this season when Anthony Schwartz has a rushing attempt. <laughs> I would just give him the ball so, first play every first game. Play, Let's go. Because, I mean, if you ask. Uh, Nick Chubb people, if you just gave Nick Chubb the ball the first 20 plays of the game, 20 we, carries, would, we yeah. would guarantee you to win. That's true. So just come out, give Anthony Schwartz the ball in the first play. Dub. Um, well Dub <laughs> mail it in. To Dub City. <laughs> what, one in four in games where we score on a first drive? Uh, no, I think one in five, I think. One in five? I believe so. Well, mm. it's nice to break that streak. Yep, That's we good. were we were 0 in five this year. But again, it was like them. we went straight down and scored on that first drive, and I was sitting there, I said, all right, probably not going to score again until the fourth quarter. Well, uh, <laughs> freaking didn't score again until the fourth quarter, except for that field goal. They were showing um, stats during the game, like 
some of these games where yes. we score on our yes. opening drive and then it's 48 minutes until we score another Yesterday touchdown. Yesterday was like 52. 52 minutes until it's like, can we not do that? Yeah. Can we, can we keep a little bit of consistency? We we are the best opening drive team in the league. Yes, we're, yeah, yep. It's unbelievable. It's like all of the week's preparation goes into those first eight plays, and then after that, it's like, yeah. well, what do we do? Can we do the first 20 then? <laughs> yeah. if, if we're real good on, like, the first 12 plays, can we have some backup plays after that? Or just roll it back, do put, it again. Put together, like, two <laughs> solid drives, and then, you know. Yeah, maybe, uh, like, go one through eight. Yeah, and then the next time we have the ball, like do the evens and the odds. Yeah, yeah right. Eight to one. <laughs> yeah, just, let's just mix it up a little bit. One eight two seven. Let's yeah. keep those. Yeah. All right. So last voicemail here is Trace. What's up, guys? What a great win! Um, great team win, especially for Jacoby Brissett. I've, I love the man. He played his heart out this season, and I'm sad to see his go, see him go. But it's Deshaun Watson time now. I uh, can't yeah. wait to see what he does. But a couple things to talk about. One being Martin Emerson shut stuff down. He w- he played great, especially for a rookie. Um, I was watching the post game show. People were comparing him to Stephon Gilmore. Um, Joku, oh my god, most underrated tight end in the league. That snag was nasty. It was nasty. Miles Garrett, one hell of a game. Um, really helping us out when we needed him to. Uh, Taven Bryan, I feel like is definitely underrated. Got a crap ton of pressure. Um, whole run defense really, really played well. Especially, even though it was a second string running back. They, he, they played well. Um, defense all around played well. Um, Stefanski needs to adjust play calling. That's all I can say. Um, running it when we, it, it shouldn't be run. But all around, I think it was a great team win. Um, can't wait to see what DW4 does. And go Browns. Woo-woo. The one thing that did suck yesterday was how many times we took sacks. I felt like the pressure got to Jacoby way more yesterday than yeah. normal. The, there, there's no denying the fact that Wyatt Teller, I think, is still not 100%, and uh, the four-string center is not good. And yeah. Wills is awful. He had a couple yesterday. So Will, where, you know every time crazy? there's a holding, a flag for holding, I'm like, 71? Here it is. He, he graded like 87 in pass pro yesterday. Hmm. His pass pro isn't the issue. I mean, he's... He's actually above average at pass pro. He's terrible at run blocking, and his penalties are always the most untimely penalties. Yes, they kill ever. You. He's why we had to to do that run on third and twenty. Yeah, because he killed us with the holding, and it was such a blatant holding. Now that same holding happens to Miles every play, and they never call bro, they it. They face masked him. I don't know what quarter it was. They showed it on the big screen, and literally the dude had him by his face mask, and it was just. No, they picked it up, didn't they? I don't even do the think on that play. They even threw a flag. Are you talking about face masking Miles? Yes. It, I mean, that's like it was the face mask on Chubb. I thought they picked up. Yeah, yeah. It, he had his face mask. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's and I, I think at times Jacoby can hold the ball a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He holds but the ball sure. and then he, and then he's not quite athletic enough to evade the pressure. Again, that'll help with Deshaun. That'll change. Yep. He can move a little better. Jacoby, Jacoby is a not fast person, <laughs> and it, and it seems like once he gets going, he's kind of reminds me of me like 
12 years ago. I wasn't fast, but once like, you no know, 20 steps into my run, okay. You're Hard good. to stop. Yeah, then you're moving time pretty to take good. a nap. You know, but it took a long time to get up. I'm like a train. You know, it's not zero to 60. It's, you know. Uh, in four seconds, it's zero to sixty in like a mile, mile and a half for yeah. a train. <laughs> but then it's you hard can to run stop, a mile. But yeah, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean. So Jacoby just—it's like it takes him ten yards to be at full speed. Well, by that time, everybody caught him. Yeah. yeah. So that that the Deshaun's ability to escape pressure will help with the banged up offensive line a hundred percent. Do you guys remember who I uh, picked as my rookie breakout star? Martin Emerson. And everybody made fun of me. I did. Everybody said. Wow. I remember I said, I think he's going to compete with these guys and possibly go for starting. Like, he might push some guys out of some starting positions. And the comment section on YouTube was just, idiot. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's not that good. And when he was in college, he was the number one graded uh, man, cor- corner. Yeah, man corner. In the SEC. And, SEC. And, they're, and that's against very, very, very good receivers. Yeah. Pro-level talent. Guys that are playing in the league right yeah. now. This year, too. Yes. Um no, the, the talk coming out of college was that they were playing him out of position. Correct. In college. Yeah. They weren't playing him to a strength. Now it sucks for him. He came to a Come on, Joe Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, keep doing it here. Yeah, I, didn't here know he, I didn't know he moonlighted as Texas A&M's <laughs> off, or defensive coordinator. Yes. Uh, but, no, Emerson was um, – he's awesome. It's refreshing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I like that he's got that dog in him. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he just – we talked about it earlier. He just – Oh, I'm going up against Mike Evans this week, and they're going to target me 50 times. Doesn't matter. Goose eggs. Yeah. Oh, it's not they're going to target me. It's Tom Brady is <laughs> yeah. going to target me. The freaking goat. Yes. You know, that's a it, huge spot. I mean, I don't. We we got to give that kid some credit because that is a huge spot. And and again, just like the Njoku catch, it's I know that it's not likely for us to go six and zero and make the playoffs, but that is now possible because we won this game. Right. And we won this game because a rookie third-round corner shut down one of the best wide receivers in football. Correct. So, it, I mean, just it's like the, the moment, the spot, it's like he was, you know, he didn't he didn't shy away. Uh, do you think Njoku's underrated? I don't know. I mean, to say he's the most underrated tight end in the league, I mean, tight end's one of those positions where – what do you consider underrated? I mean, they got multiple responsibilities. You got to be able to block. You got to be able to catch. Yeah, I think a lot typically. of I think a lot of people think Njoku is an athletic freak, but I think whenever we gave him his contract, it wasn't people were that. clowning the Browns. They clowned right, the Browns right, right. hard for giving him that contract because right, he wasn't. He's not a big yardage guy. He's not going to catch ten passes every game. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm with you. And so a lot of people were clowning the Browns for that. Well, guess what? The run game when he's not in. Isn't as good. He and he has been much better. I mean, last year he showed signs of improvement in the hands and all that, and he did have a drop yesterday. But he's important to the run game. He's extremely important to the run game. And I mean, we saw that Steelers game. He they couldn't cover him. Yeah, we right? have nine catches in that game. Nine catches. Uh, and he does everything this team asks. So I understand where he's coming from in terms of underrated. I don't think any Browns fans underrate him. But and I don't think. Um, like smart football people around the league underrate him, but I think you know YouTube d bags. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones who underrate well, him because he doesn't have a. Th- he's not yeah. Travis Kelsey. I was well, going to hey, say or Mark Andrews. Yeah, well, fantasy no one, guys. Nobody is. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's an he's a good football player. He right. might not be a good fantasy football player, which he's out not horrible. I have him, uh, but 
yeah. So I'm not going to – I can see where you're coming from underrated, but I just don't put a lot of stock in YouTube D-bags. <laughs> so um, is that it for voicemails? That's it, man. He also uh, touched on Kevin's play calling too. Jack, yeah, go ahead, buddy. I do see where he's coming from if we're scoring on our first drive and we're not scoring again until the fourth quarter or something. That's what I was thinking when he said that, yeah. There is – there's something to be said about that, but – so I actually saw – I wish I would have screenshotted it. They have these, like, graphs that show all kinds of things. And because people were complaining about Stefanski not being good once he's off the script. In, like, in terms of yards and yards per play and stuff like that, off script, the Browns are still top of the league. It's just when you get into the red zone and you don't have a playmaker at quarterback, it's hard to score because the defense can key on your one guy. We want to run the ball. We, I mean, we talked about that play I showed you guys. Literally, eight of the we had three wide receivers and a tight end on the field, and they had eight guys in the box. You may notice every time a coach is referred to as an offensive genius or one of the greatest of all time, they've got their franchise quarterback. Yes. Yeah, go find me the coach who's considered a great offensive coach whose quarterback sucks. Right. Do you think Jimmy or uh, Garoppolo sucks? I don't think he sucks. I don't either. But I mean, that's that's flirting with it. He has he has some very suspect games. And and, and I I would and this is going to catch me shit on the internet. But I was talking to Ray, a buddy of ours, who's a big time Niners fan, and he says the same thing. Kyle Shanahan without Jimmy Garoppolo, not good. Is bad. Right. Yeah. He is his. He is awful. He never wins without Jimmy Garoppolo. So how good of a so how good of a coach is Kyle Shanahan? Mm-hmm. Yep. He needs Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, exactly. Who has a two to one touchdown to interception ratio? Has been to a Super Bowl, completes sixty seven percent of his passes. Again, he's not elite, but he's far from garbage. Correct. Well, people they tend to be critical of their own coach. A, a lot of Steelers fans don't like Mike Tomlin. It's crazy. It is, to me. It's absolutely it's crazy. Crazy to me. But yeah. you're watching every play. If you you're a diehard Bulls fan in the 90s. You saw every bad, yeah. terrible play Michael Jordan made. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I, I only saw the highlights. So, you know, that's kind of how it is with coaches around the league. If that's not the team you root for, you're going to see all their awesome come-from-behind victories and crazy stuff like that. Your own team, though, you watch every single snap, every single week. You're going to see a lot of third and longs where we blow it and things like that. Uh, calls that you don't, you know, you thought were stupid, etc. But... Stefanski is, in general, as you know, as a whole, he's a pretty good offensive coach. Yeah. Here's the thing that's crazy too: is his whole career in Cleveland. I am. I might be wrong here, but I feel like he's been working off of a limited playbook because he's been limited at quarterback. Uh, he he should be coach of the decade for making the playoffs with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, coach of the year, coach of the year with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has now been benched for PJ Walker and Sam Darnold. And did they start anybody else over Baker this year? I can't not remember. yet. Uh, they will not, if they have to. And Baker Mayfield is more than likely. There's a high probability he will not be in the league next year. There's that chance. First of all, told you so uh, <laughs> to everybody who is you know giving me shit all the time. Uh-huh. Oh, there's they're still out there, bro. Um he's not he's very there's a very real possibility he's gonna turn into a guy who just hangs out at OU all the time because that's where he's still famous. Yep, you'll see him uh one of those broadcast booths before college football games next year. Yep, because year he is gonna be out of the league. He is 
awful. DJ Moore had a good game yesterday. Against the best defense in the NFL. Yes. With Sam Darnold. Because yes. Baker yeah. is awful. He is garbage. <laughs> and Kevin Stefanski won eleven games with him. And took him to the playoffs. It's always nice when we can wrap up a victory Monday with a little yeah. Baker bashing. Let's not overlook how easy our schedule was that year. And yeah. not only that, but we didn't win the games where we played against good defenses. Jacoby Brissett is a career journeyman. His entire career. He hasn't been able to lock down a starting spot anywhere. And and he is having his best season as a pro top six in QBR leading a top 10 scoring and top 10 um, yards offense. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski is not an issue in calling plays and running an offense. That's not where his shortcomings are. If you, if you think that he doesn't know what he's doing on offense, you're just like not paying attention. Yeah. So, uh, my, my, I'm in my earpiece. I'm being told we're, we're going too long. <laughs> we're running up against the guys. Okay. Well, we'll, go, up, brother. we'll go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate everybody who uh, sent voicemails this week. Uh, we cannot wait for next week. Remember, check us out on YouTube. We're going to be going live around a quarter till 22 next week for Deshaun's first game in Houston. The Deshaun Watson era begins. Come watch the game with us. Get yourself some food, some drinks. I'm sure we'll have something laying around here and just hang out with us, watch the football game. It's going to be a ton of fun. We appreciate everybody who's been checking out the episodes. The season is still alive, uh, and thankfully we're going to be playing important football going down the stretch. Hopefully, maybe be on a win streak come next week. Uh, Be on the lookout for our Houston Texans preview coming out later this week. And if for all the Dog Pack members, we'll see you guys in the After Hours show. To everybody else, hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving and have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.